Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the House of Sin and Studio stand, the Wurundjeri peoples of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. So, so, so scandalous. Anticipating something. Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity and relationships on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous. That is exactly right. You are on The Naughty Rude Show. Tonight we've got Dana, that's me, we've got Flick and we've got Hugh in the studio and we're going to be talking about naughty, naughty, naughty issues. Oh, I'm so excited, Dana. This is all going to go down tonight. We have got a jam-packed show for you. We Mm. are going to be talking about sugar daddies. We're going to be talking about uh, dad bods, daddy issues, dilfs, considering that it's... Father's Day. How are we, guys? Safe to say, safe to say, today's episode's all about daddies. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I had to be. You knew it was coming. Yeah, it had to be Father's Day. What other topic is there? Someone's got to break it down. We may as well be the ones to do it. Yeah, but that being said, Happy Father's Day. Oh, it's it's such an interesting day, especially for some people as well. Like you know, when you think about it, it's like some people don't have fathers, and that's really, you know. I, I feel I feel them because my relationship with my dad isn't that close. So, yeah, I feel you and I, I hear you. I, I see you. Or even if you've got a father figure out there or someone else to celebrate today, that's pretty pretty cool and important. But just to introduce ourselves, um, my name's Dana. I'm 24, cis and straight. I'm Felicity. I'm 22. I'm bi and uh, single. Yes. I'm Hugh. I'm 22 and I'm yeah single and I'm straight. Amazing. So we do have a jam-packed show, but let's start off by, guys, how did you guys celebrate Father's Day today? You know, we did the old, the family gets together and we just, we didn't really treat him a lot, I guess. We gave him gifts, but it's like everyone sort of moved out and around the city. So it's like once we all get together, that's like the real gift is like everyone spending time together. Rather yeah. Than just like, hey, dad, here's a present. I've got to go, you know. Yeah, it's about time. Flick, how did you Um. Well, today? my dad's... Overseas, so I pretty much just wished him ha- uh, Happy Father's Day, and that's it. When about your day is normal? Hey, when about your day? Yeah, is normal? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Not nothing too exciting. Pretty much slept all day, really. Um, I was supposed to go on a date today. Come to think of it, but you didn't. No, I didn't. Guy ghosted me, but we can talk about that later. Oh, we've got to get into that one. <laughs> it's a bit of good juicy nugget you can't leave alone. Oh my god, here we go. Sometimes Dana. you need to call him out. Hey. Sometimes you need to call them out for what they've done. Hell yeah, I am the Taylor Swift of radio. <laughs> so you guys need to hang on for that one because that's going to come up in a little bit. But f- oh, yeah. I've celebrated uh, Father's Day, but we don't really celebrate Father's Day or Mother's Day. And I think that we should, but it's never been a great... You know, I went out, Dad was working in the garden or something, and I just went out and said, Happy Father's Day, and then I went to work. You know the cliche saying about, like, every day should be Father's, uh, Father's Day or Mother's Day? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think... That's just how it works for some people. Like for me, I don't really celebrate both of them. Yeah, you just treat your parents. My oh, sister's my always mic's been playing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister's always been better at like the gift giving thing. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. She's just a more considerate child out of the two of us. Well, I reckon birthday should be Mother's Day. In fact, well, it's, birthday should be Mother's Day because to be honest, my mum pushed me out of that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
True. On my birthday. So, you know, why am I celebrating my day? I, I literally did me. nothing. All I did was the natural process of, you know, coming into the world and breathing for the first time and probably screaming. <laughs> Mum did all the a, work. Kind of a miracle, but yeah. You weren't really busting a gut. Well, no. You, not your gut. No, exactly true. <laughs> you and your puns, Hugh. Whoops. They just fall out of me, much like oh. a child. <laughs> fall out of you. Alrighty, guys, stay tuned. Up next, we will be chatting all about... Father... Oh. We're just, we'll be chatting all about daddy issues, so do stay in tune for that. If you do have a question for us, ask us anything about sex and relationships or daddy issues. If you feel like you've got some and you wanted a little bit of advice, mm. hit us up on Tumblr, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Um, again, Tumblr, we need your questions. We love them. Naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. It's anonymous. You don't need to make an account. It's super easy. But we've got to get back to the daddy convo because it is Father's Day, so it's mm. the daddy-themed show. We're going to be uh, diving into daddy issues. Felicity, uh, do you want to wanna? If you know me well enough, I love talking about daddies. I think I have tons of daddy issues. If you don't know what daddy issues are, daddy issues technically is like, you know, growing up you have an issue with your dad or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and then that sort of led to how you sort of led your life uh, in future sense. Um, future tense um, yeah so in regard to daddy issues do you guys have like have any daddy issues going on or do you guys have daddy issues yeah I reckon they would do they just like manifest differently with like I don't think daddy sexual? issues discriminate <laughs> that's a good way of thinking of it yeah <laughs> daddies don't discriminate yeah. dad's against discrimination I would like to th- uh, actually it's a really good question I would like to think that I don't but I probably do <laughs> mm. well it doesn't have to be like sexual it can be you know, like a oh, there's like things in it that like I like values that I see in my dad that I would like a future partner to have. Right. Okay. But that's not so mm. an issue. But like, if they don't have it, then I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. So there it is. That could be it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What do you have any daddy issues? Um, I don't know. I like the only issue that's I don't know if this is really going to make sense, but like the only issue with my dad that I feel is like. I feel at times we're not, like, we haven't been close enough. Like, we haven't... Yeah. I don't know. But those are sort of cliches where you see, like, the father and son, you know, like, they go fishing and they talk about girls and stuff, and he gives you the sex talk, whereas the sex talk with my dad was just, like, over a bowl of stir-fry, and he was like... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. He's like, are you, so are you guys having sex? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're doing it safe. And then I just ate my dinner as quickly as possible, and I ran <laughs> got out, out of the room. Like, you know, I, the f- I can't be here. The way I found out about sex and the way I got my sex talk was when I walked into my parents one night, and I was 17 years old. I walked into my parents doing the deed, and then the next day, both my parents sat me down and said, okay, so this is what adults do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I know who that's more awkward Mom, for. Dad, I, I know. know. <laughs> I, you think I don't know? I know. Um, no, in regard to like uh, daddy issues, I reckon my own daddy issue, it's not that bad, but I, th- I reckon the way I see things, um, it's like I grew up with, you know, a little bit of money, that sort of thing. But that being said, money doesn't solve any issues because both my parents weren't there for me in a way. So the way my dad compensated but, uh, the time not spent with me is to give me money. So... Growing up, money has been like a oh yeah, it's like a some, quick fix or something. It's a quick yeah. fix, so like you know, to I've, stop the guilt or whatever. Yes, and you know that sort of like brought out my shopaholicism, that sort of thing, that side of things, and like oh you know, money buying, shopping, whatever, sort of like covers 
or you know just sort of protects me so if you're feeling down will you go shopping hell yeah Okay, that's just the way I roll. It's not as bad now. I've seen like a counselor for it, or, like a therapist for it, and it's never been that bad ever since I went to see one. But like you know, that's sort of how it stemmed from my sh- yeah. just over shopping. Um, that being said, though, my my dad's really good. He's really nice. You know, he's a decent guy. Somehow on social media, when my dad tags me in something, his friends come tag along and go like, "Oh yeah, he's such a cool guy." You know, value dad sort of thing. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I hear ya." But also, I don't know much about my father other than what he already tells me, which is barely anything. Mm. Actually, yeah. that's a good point. Like my dad has always told me like stories of when he used to like travel was a huge part of his youth and my mum's youth, and I've heard travel stories, but I've never really heard so much about. You know his teenagehood or anything like that, and how mm. how he sort of grew up. Like I've heard travel stories, but that's that's about it. I think it's interesting as well. Like you don't often think of not that you don't think of your parents as a person, but like you don't relate to them in the same way you relate to like some of their friends or like your friends. Yeah. But then when you hear your parents' friends talking about them, you get this sort of different side of them that you haven't like seen or asked about before. Like. We like my me and my parents get dinner every Thursday and like yeah. it's at the same place and there's all like a community sort of crowd there. So I'll chat to people like across the bar and they know stuff about him that I don't know and like the way they talk about him makes me think like oh maybe like maybe I should be admiring this guy like more than I do like this certain. It feels like a separate entity, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. It's like when you think about when I used to think about teachers when I, especially when I was in primary school they go home and they don't have lives they're just teachers. Yeah. It's like looking at your parents and being like they had a life before us. What? Well, according to my friends, my dad was a bit of a stud, and I look at him now. Mm. I'm like, really, dad? No, <laughs> that guy? absolutely Muffin? not. <laughs> Uh, look, apparently he had tons of girlfriends and all the girls were lining up for him. And I was like, mm, yeah, sure, right. That pot belly guy, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> now I can't see it. <laughs> no, not at all. Do you guys want to know what uh, Urban Dictionary thinks of the word daddy? Yeah, absolutely. This is, it's a bit of a long one, but I'll, we'll take some breaks. Yeah. <laughs> a daddy is the kind of man that will spank you in your bed Oof. and kiss it better afterwards. Yeah? Uh, yeah. A daddy is not only a lover, but also a best friend, a nurturing authority figure. A daddy makes you feel safe and protected. A daddy teaches and inspires you to be your best. A daddy is the kind of man that you want to please and should never abuse, mistreat, or take for granted. Oh my god, this is terrifying. I kind of don't want to... I don't want to hear this. Hang on here. I kind of want to clarify that this is more for, like, non-biological fathers. This is just the word daddy. Urban Dictionary Urban Dictionary Because it could relate to biological fathers, but it could also relate to the person you're dating. This is daddy in the sexual sense. Probably should have said that up top. But when you... What was the first sentence? Say this first sentence one more time. A daddy is the kind of man that will spank you when you're bad and kiss it better afterwards. So I used this. No. I hate the correlation, but Dad used to like get a wooden spoon out of the drawer when we were naughty. But he wouldn't kiss but your that's ass why, afterwards, would he? No, but so it doesn't say kiss your ass on the sheet. It says Evan yeah, Dixon doesn't say kiss your ass. It just says kiss it better when it. We'll spank you when you're bad and then kiss it better afterwards. Don't know whether that's physical and or metaphorical, but. Mm, We're getting into the particulars of Urban Dictionary, which never goes away. (laughs) All right, continue. A daddy is the kind of man worth fighting for, worth trying for, and worth waiting for. A daddy is there for you the best way that he can be, even when he can't be there for you. Don't get that one. And when he leaves, a daddy never goes away for long. This is my favorite line. Oof. A daddy will always come back home. Weird Uh, or cute? (laughs) Uh... 
hundred percent terrifying, <laughs> terrifying, That's terrifyingly cool. accurate. Because <laughs> I don't know a lot about daddy issues, so I was like, I'll hit the net, I'll hit Urban mm-hmm. Dictionary, and like you know, like a psychological definition of daddy. Do issues your research. Yeah, you could do a little bit of research. A little bit of reference. If Urban Dictionary counts as referencing. Oh, for sure. Daddy issues like vary as well. Like from my experience, that might be border like middle line, but there's like extreme, and there's also like really, really minor, which mm. is like, oh, my dad's a bit of a dick. That sort of thing. And yeah. I don't want my future partners to be dicks or like that sort yeah. of thing. I don't know. I've never had like a, you know, a bit of, I guess, a bit of a personality clash with my dad in that mm. he, which I now realize looking back, I was such an idiot. Like he wanted me to, you know, like get my hands dirty and like build things mm-hmm. and help him, you know, like paint the house and all that stuff. And I never did because I was like, oh, that stuff's lame. Like I want to play computer games. Yeah. Now that I'm 22 and I'm like, if I'm a homeowner one day or like I want to renovate something, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna have to hire someone to do it or like learn all over again. Like I never listened to him when I was younger. Yeah. So I guess if you know, if you're a younger listener, which you're being naughty for listening, but listen to <laughs> your, dad, you know? your dad knows a lot more stuff than you. Do you reckon you'll have daddy issues if you know how girls are sometimes called you know like dad daddy's little girl, or yeah, princess. daddy's princess, and then that means you really have them wrapped around your little finger. Do you reckon that is like a sign of future daddy issues? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, so. funny you say that. I have Daddy's Little Girl on my wrist, tattooed on my wrist. Oh, you do too? <laughs> um, so maybe. Maybe I I'm What a correlation. Walking. I think it might be. I don't know. Just that the word Daddy now is forever. Like, there's going to be a generation of people growing up now who don't want to be called Daddy because of. Oh, whenever I hear stuff. the word Daddy, it's a very common. Um, I lived in the UK for a year last year, and it's very common for especially like southern english people to say rather than say dad like mm. we do well a lot of people daddy, in australia yeah. it's daddy daddy right do people daddy, say daddy call dad's daddy here i've heard it like a few I, times and i cringe every time i hear yeah, it see, that's the thing. but like one of my mates grew up in london and she's from south london and that's just what she calls her dad is daddy well it's i know mummy's a thing in uh, the uk mummy like prince a, charles calls queen elizabeth oh, like mummy a familial, uh, right. yeah I don't know if I've ever really... It's, yeah, so I guess you're right. If, like, it's cultural. It's always just mum and dad. Like, yeah, but th- that's very, like, Aussie to, like, really dumb it down to its basic form and be really super lazy with it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the least mum amount and of dad. effort in every word, please. Actually, <laughs> I even go shorter than that. I call my mum ma and I call my dad pa. Oh, there you go. Well, ma and papa. Papa. That sounds... Yeah, but papa. Like, sounds posh. Aussie. Papa. Oh, you're Aussie that. That's yeah. good. Papa. Mm. <laughs> papa. Papa, I want a pony. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to what's that from, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? It's about Dad today, not about you, Dana. This we don't is want to hear true. about your pony desires. Exactly. <laughs> Hugh, you really struck oh, struck me down. Yeah, I know, right? I'm taking control of this situation. Yeah, like you're really would. working on my daddy issues, aren't you? Scolding the kids, you know? I don't want to become a daddy. Not that word. You want to become a dad? I don't know. One I'm, too day. Young, I'm too young to make a decision like that. Yeah, that's... Oh, never too young. There's too much responsibility, though, I feel. Oh, there's very a lot of... I don't think that I could do it at this point in my life. Be a dad. <laughs> well, we could talk about, you know, we could talk about dads and how old you have to be to be a certain type of dad. A fuckable dad, maybe. A DILF. A DILF. We should dive into some DILF conversations. Let's dive into some DILF conversations after this. But in the meantime, do stay tuned. Ooh, yeah. We're going to be chatting about all things daddies this show because 
It's Father's Day. Happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday birthday. (laughs) to fathers everywhere. (laughs) Happy Father's Day to any fathers out there if you're listening and you're a dad um, or any father figures. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next up on our tight schedule of daddy segments, (laughs) we have got Dilfs. Hugh, hit us up. We finally arrived at my favourite stop on the dad line. I love it. It's Dilf Station. (laughs) Dilf, for those who aren't in the know, I mean, do you reckon it came after MILF or do you reckon they were around the same time? I'm pretty sure it came after, which I hate. (laughs) But... Well, the, the ILF, you know... Saga continues. It I'd does. I'd like to fuck. So then the first... Oh, yeah. If you don't know... Yeah. B- DILF is a dad I'd like to fuck. I'd like to fuck. Yeah. So the acronym is DILF. Yeah. So you can do it to anything. You can no, be anything. like a... Sandwich table. Yeah. <laughs> a SILF. Yeah. A sandwich exactly. I'd like to anything. fuck. But we're going we're gonna to break down the DILF. So I wanted to start with a question. What do you think? <laughs> we're not going to break him. Like, he's not a person in the studio. No, we're not going to break him down. We couldn't book a guest. We yeah. But, so obviously, chill, he has to have kids. Because if he doesn't have kids, yeah. he's not a dad, right? So, Completely. criteria one, got to have kids. I was thinking their age. Because if I think of someone who's like, they got, you know, they started a family super young, like he's like 21 and he has a kid. I just don't think he can be a DILF really? for some reason. I reckon he'd be a DILF because D is daddy, so. But I, I just he like, already I fits criteria one. Yeah. Hugh, back in your box. Give us the rest of the criteria. <laughs> I just I feel like the middle age is so much more appeal to it than a younger True. dad. But I reckon it's completely based on personal opinions, what you find attractive. Right. That's why we've got criteria. This is this is why I'm asking the questions. I'm not claiming <laughs> to be an expert. I'm just a guy with a list of questions. All right, so then what makes the DILF sexy? Uh, well, looks, obviously. Mm-hmm. I like a silver fox. All right. What about, uh, what about the body? Are we talking like a man who's toned and takes care of himself? Or do you like oh. a bit of cushion for the pushing, a bit of dad body? <laughs> a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard it really? described that oh. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's cushion for You'll the pushing. You'll need to watch more prison films. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not fussed, really. So as long as you don't su- suffocate me, I reckon it would be good. The bar is high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sorry, don't mind a toned bod. I don't mind tone. I don't mind a bit of chub. I'm not. Fast. To be honest, that's not chub. the body's not this thing that's scaring me off. It's the child. <laughs> oh, well, the child's not gonna be there when you're like hooking up with him. Uh, Just put the kid on the Xbox or something, and then take dad upstairs. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you make it sound like you've had experience in this before. No, I'm just a, as I said, I'm a guy with a list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next, what's one? The next one? Well, actually, I, I just came up with like a little, a little sort of, as I mentioned to you earlier, a little dilf triangle. Okay. Yeah. So, what makes him sexy? I think it's a combination of the sense of responsibility, mm-hmm. financial stability. And sexual experience. Because you know he's an older man. I reckon man. you've hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You know he's an older man and he knows how to give a woman what he, what, sorry, what she wants. They've had kids. He, he knows all about a woman's body. Yeah. Financial stability. He's a father who can raise a child. So he knows, you know, he's, he's forward thinking. He's intelligent. He's, he's got the know-how. Mm-hmm. And sense of responsibility. Again, he's raised a kid. So he knows. I think the sexual experience one is huge. Because it's like, oh yeah. my God, finally someone who I don't have to teach how to do this. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Like, it would be a little, a little easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. I reckon, anyway. Any famous DILFs? I do have a list, but I just want to hear from you first. So. Okay. Any, any, any DILFs out there? In the movies and TV, music? Well, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. He's Obviously. on my list. He's too young for me. Oh, he's too young. Oh, really? Okay, well, then, is thank 35. God. Shotgun. Yeah, he's a bit too young for me. Okay. Yeah. I'm a Colin Firth sort of lady. Yeah. Mm. A guy Pierce? Pierce Brosnan. 
Oh, oh good Guy, one. Guy Pierce. Who's Guy that? Guy Pierce. Who's that? English-born Australian actor. Don't know. He's very handsome and he's fifty. Is that old enough? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Pierce Brosnan. Oh. Oh yeah. Daddy. I just saw him in. Uh, <laughs> oh, <it's> daddy. <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> I just saw him in Mamma Mia and he was quite disappointed. I know those. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I, I do agree a little bit. Anyway, we're not going to delve on that too much. All right, I got a couple more to run by you guys. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Nah. He's 41. Is Ryan he? Reynolds, yeah. Excuse absolutely. Me. Absolutely. Really? He's 41. Yeah. He's 41. Okay, he's daddy now. <laughs> okay, he's daddy. daddy. Was Ryan it, Reynolds, as 40? in married to Blake Lively. Yeah. Oh, okay, my God. I would now. have him all up and around me. Like... <laughs> Oh, dear God. Did you see him in... Um, anyway, we won't go into films, but he was in Black... What's that film called? Black uh, with the... He's like Spider-Man, but... Black Panther? No. Not called, he's like Spider-Man, but he's that... Venom? I know the, which one you're talking Carrie, about. The, the recent movie that he's in. I know which one you're talking about. But Deadpool! No, <laughs> Deadpool! There's no black Deadpool. in it. Yeah. There isn't any black in it. I got all confused. I'm so sorry. There's but so Deadpool, oh my God. Yeah. Let me rip that suit off with you. With that burned skin? Oh, him in all all, <laughs> all forms, facets. Yeah. <laughs> all right, George Clooney. Oh, for sure. Nah. The face of Nespresso. Uh-uh. Only mm, now that you say that, I would date or I would go down on his wife. That being said, oh, <laughs> breezing straight past. <laughs> straight past the no no go deal. No, I would go past George. Go straight to Amal because she's hot no. and she's smart. I love her. Good have, answer, I great have, answer. <laughs> I did have the Avengers trio, and I thought we could play a little fuck Mary kill with uh, absolutely Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr., and Mark Ruffalo. Oh, because they're all dads. I think I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is a dad. I feel like he is. He is a dad. All right, sweet. They're all dads yeah. then. How fitting. Um, this is hard. I reckon fuck Robert. Yep, fuck our DJ. Mm. The comeback kid. That's Marry good. the third one. Or Mark Ruffalo. Mm. Kill you, the last one. She's killing Hemsworth. Oh, my God, because I'm going to marry him because then I get to look at him every single day and he has a house in Byron Bay, so that way it means I can uh, live uh, I can't do Hemsworth. And I then think, I would... Oh, oh. It's tough. I think I would kill Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I don't know, though. Mark no, I, w- I would fuck him face. and then I would kill Ruffalo. You'd kill Ruffalo? Yeah. I reckon I would marry Ruffalo. I think that would be funny. And then fuck Hemsworth and kill RDJ. Depends what you appreciate. Whether you're like shallow like me face. who loves looks, or do you want? <laughs> I mean, we know do you want a money. life filled with laughter? In that case, you go for the dirty Ruffalo. You marry Ruffalo. Yeah. Mm. You marry the Mark. <laughs> All right. What about next one? I had dilfs throughout time. So I first I had Ooh. John F. Kennedy. Oh. Um, okay. Well, he didn't he already get killed? <laughs> yeah, but we're not. Someone you know, did you're the going job. Back in time to, sure. okay. you know, they're All not right. still alive. Okay, what are our options though? John, I need John. perspective. You got JFK, Charlie Chaplin, and Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, obviously, I would marry Charlie Chaplin because I would. He's in theatre, and I love theatre, so I get to talk about theatre for my whole life. And Yay! He's pretty cute. I was looking up photos today. Oh, that little stash. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty stash. And he tap dances, so mm, all over it. Loves mm. a dancer. What about Teddy? What about Teddy, Ro- Teddy Roosevelt? How do you feel about him? I uh, probably. Boy, this is. Really I'd fuck him. Yeah, this is... <laughs> I'd fuck him, and I'll marry the president. Why not? Oh, okay. Yeah. Become the first lady. Yeah, why not? No, I'd fuck the president as long as it's in the White House. That's your. That's your. Yeah, that's one, my. <laughs> it's your one term and condition. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be in the Oval Office. I was, I was about also... to say subscription. That's my <laughs> my condition. It's clearly a Sunday night, you can tell. Oh, yeah. It's been a week. What about, like, animated dads? What about Homer Simpson? 
Oh, kill! Uh, kill. <laughs> no way. Okay. I mean, the ultimate dad bod, but get it away from me. I was just asking, like, what's your. You don't have to play Fuck Mary Kill with him, but it looks like we're just killing him regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, much, well yeah. who are the other two? Are they worse? Uh, let's see, like, Peter Griffin. Oh my uh, god, these are all shit. <laughs> I hate cartoons. Who's another. Shrek. Shrek? <laughs> oh god, who are his I kids? Would, he have kids? I would marry Shrek, actually. He's a lovely He does guy. have kids. Oh, no, Donkey. Donkey. Donkey has, like, oh, little baby I, dragon, donkey, donkey donkeys. flying donkeys. Come yeah, donkeys. Don't get down with the terminology. I haven't oh. even seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'd marry, like, because it's Eddie Maguire behind that mask. Mm. Yeah. So, mask, obviously yeah. marry. And I would... You do realise you're not marrying I'd, Eddie Maguire. Uh, <laughs> well, it's donkey. Well, you know, depends how you look at it. Mm. <laughs> and also, oh, I'd kill myself because I wouldn't want to marry Peter Griffin or Homer oh Simpson. Plug lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's any more animated daddies out there. There's American Dad, obviously, which is a show about an American dad. Mm. But I don't know what he looks like. I've never seen it. Do we have any English what about dads? S- what about sporting... Um, so, like, Tiger Ooh, Woods. David Beckham. Oh, I'll kill him. Tiger Woods. No, David Beckham's too... Actually, this would be good. Yeah, David I'm Beckham. David Beckham. Tiger Woods and Ian Thorpe. I know he's gay, but Ian Thorpe. Mary David. Fuck Ian. Kill Tiger only because of what he's done. Yeah, he yeah, kind of I'd, pulled a dick move. Yeah. Giant dick daddy. I think I'd probably. I'm not a fan of golf either, so wouldn't really wouldn't really miss out on the action if he was gone. Yeah, yeah. that's that's maybe true. I, maybe I would. Who would you marry then? I don't think I could stand David Beckham's voice for the rest of my life. No, probably, nor could I. So I'd, I'd probably, fuck him. I'd probably marry. Yeah, mm. just for just for one night of passion would probably be fine because he'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I fucked a European. And man. like that bod to grab for what a night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Cristiano. Did you say yeah? Then you can say you fucked a European. He's yeah. British, not European. England's in Europe. Would you say that Brexit from hasn't the UK? What? Are we getting into anyway? A we're too political. Too political. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy of all topics. Oh goodness! Well, you are listening to uh, the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. If you do have any questions for us, you can hit us up on our Tumblr. Uh, the Naughty forward slash ask. Beautiful. It becomes ingrained in your memory after a while. And it is anonymous, so you can ask any questions that you would like and mm-hmm. we won't know who you are, but we will answer them honestly. We promise. We'll give it a red hot go. Absolutely. Emphasis on the hot. What have we got coming up next? We're going to be talking about sugar daddies. Hell yeah. I'm excited to learn because I don't know a lot about sugar daddies. So Except for their sweet ha 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 ha. Dad joke! Oh my god. Ah, it's so appropriate. We should be crowbarring dad jokes <laughs> yeah. in every goddamn turn. Usually you are here. I don't know what's happening yeah, tonight. Yeah, it's, it's a Sunday. I'm falling flat. It's Alrighty. a show every Sunday, though. I don't know why I'm using that as an excuse. We're serious about sex. And playful, too. Well, we can't talk about Father's Day without mentioning sugar daddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not gonna lie, I've been in a couple of sugar relationships before, guys. So what's the? How does it work? Is yeah, it you put in, so then you get get out? Is that how a sugar daddy <laughs> situation works? Look, I the way I see it anyway, it totally depends on how open you are and what your boundaries are. But for me, when I was in a sugar relationship, what I did was, you know, go onto this website. I'm not gonna uh, delve into what website it was, is um. 
anyway, it's specifically for sugar relationships, and the way you do it is you sign up. It's like Tinder, but also there's no swiping involved. It's like an online dating website where you just go through, sift sift through all the men available or mummies as well. Um, yeah, and then just figure out what you want. Some people offer sex. Some people offer. Companionship. Some people offer conversation. Funny enough, like I didn't really、um, dig deep into it. It just so happened to come onto come. Ha ha ha! Fell onto my lap. <laughs> it all fell onto my lap.、Um, like I didn't really even look out for it. It's just someone just started messaging me, and I thought, okay, let's see how far this goes. And then I wasn't really paying much attention, and then. Somehow I got into a sugar relationship. So、um, what were they offering you? So they were offering me money. So the way it works, sugar, you know, Urban Dictionary, sugar means like gifts or money or you know expenses paid for whatever it is that you want. And for me, when I was in a sugar relationship, I offered my companionship、uh, in exchange for cash. Yes. I did that. I, you know, not gonna lie, it was a little bit weird at first, but I think、mm. I just got used to it. And because of how open I am, anyway, I reckon I sort of saw them as friends at the end. You know, sometimes you get like really controlling. Oh, not controlling. Controlling is not a word. Like you know, really dominant daddies who really want to like dominate you, and you know, that's 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 their call. You need to know where your boundaries are. The way I see it is. Figure out where your boundaries are, what you stand for, where you stand in your boundaries, or what you support, what you don't support, what you are okay with, what you're not okay with, before you go into a website like that, because it is、yeah. quite a big, dark world in there if you're not careful. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, I mean, it's like something I've never really. The closest I come to seeing that sort of stuff is like I don't even know if they're joking or not. Is in Tinder bios where it's like, oh, and like. Only looking for sugar daddies, like swipe left if you're poor. I guess, like, whoa, it's like they're only. But I never know if they're just joking or it's like because the whole Tinder thing is like you're trying to appeal by not appealing. You're trying to be funny by not being funny. It's、mm. like, I never know whether it's, it's a catch twenty two thing, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Um, look, it's not as scary as it seems, and you'd be surprised. You know, a lot of people are in sugar relationships, whether you believe it or not. Especially in university, like I was so surprised. So I study、um, currently study nursing at the moment. I'm li- taking it into dermatology, so it's like a dermal science degree. Anyway,、um, I was so surprised by how many of my classmates actually are in sugar relationships. Like you look at them, you think, "Nah, it can't be," and then they surprise you with, "Yep, I am in one." Wow. Yeah. So. So is it? Do、it's、you think it's a? It's beneficial whilst you're going through university to. Have this support? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's beneficial. I think it's well, it is and it isn't. Like you know, it really does take up a lot of your time. For you, was it a means to an end? Like it gave you the cash that you needed to? Oh hell to- yeah! Because you know, I study full time and I work full time as well. So my time's juggled, you know, between either work or studying, and some extra cash for life means would be really nice. Really, you know. So yeah. Um. You know, <laughs> I don't know whether I want to share this or not, but why the hell not? I actually 
you know, was in a sugar relationship with this guy who I met through um, this website. He all he needed is just someone to talk to him, like talk like a normal conversation, and he would pay me five hundred dollars a month. So just how often talk. would you go and see him? No, he's in. Uh, so he was in Melbourne, but now he's in Dubai. So you know, it's not even like I don't even need to see him. All I have to do is just text and ask him how he is. You know, some people might think, oh, this is taking advantage over someone's, like, emotions. But no, he asked for it. You know what I mean? So mm. if someone is asking for the service that you're giving, then why the hell not? So does he ever visit Melbourne? He did. Well, so that's how we met. We we met up twice, you know, nothing sexual, just talking. And then all we do is just talk, really, just text. And because of the time difference, it's like, you know, very minimal conversations. Too. So it just wants the companionship, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys know much about, um, you know, sugar I, relationships? I've only just like, yeah. I only know about the term the itself, like yeah. money or, you know, items or like flights and stuff for, but I've only ever really heard it in the, um, like in return for sexual favors. The I've heard of like escorts who they, they sometimes they'll go like, you know, two or three clients without actually like engaging in any sexual activity because people just or it's just an event or yeah, they yeah, want like, or, yeah, a they date want to somewhere or something. Yeah, like that. Here's a question: Is sex? Sorry, is um, sugaring relationships sex work? I don't think so. Why? Depends what the thing they're giving you is. Well, sex workers, as you said earlier with escorts, you know, they don't even need to have sex. They just Mm. get paid for the companionship. Yeah. Isn't this the same thing with, like, sugaring? More or less, yes. Yeah, so maybe. I don't know. I guess it's a bit more nuanced because it's, like, the people... I don't know, like, with an escort, it's not so much someone you might already know or you're in a relationship with. Like, it might just be a one-night thing or, like, a you know, twice a month thing or whatever. Whereas, like, if you're in a sugar relationship, I guess I feel like there's a more sustained contact with the person. But you just said in your case that it's minimal texting. So mm-hmm. then that's something I didn't didn't know about in terms of sugar relationships. So this is why I was putting my learning hat on. Yeah. I've <laughs> gone off to school and all backpacking. It's, it's a very interesting. Like, obviously, you know, everyone has, like, all sorts of stories and with their sugar relationships. Mine was pretty basic. I didn't really, you know, get into the bandwagon of it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dana? How? Do you know much about it? I sugaring. don't know much about it, but I think I agree with you, Hugh, that maybe if you're in a sugaring relationship, it's more sustained, it's longer, whereas if... But then again, you could say that, you know, maybe they're having these sugary, sugaring relationships could be sex work if they're enga- engaging into intercourse, but that doesn't necessarily need to be a, be a bad thing. Mm. I mean, there's connotations. Oh, kind of, there's connotations, But yes. I think, you it's know, throw them in the thing. bin, throw them out the window, like, power to you. I think... Right, the connotation and the stereotype, and you know, all the things about um, sugaring what people you know have bad connotations. That's all up to people you know who don't actually understand it. Mm. Like, honestly, it's pretty similar to like sex work in a way. Like, only because I've like done it before and all that sort of stuff. Ha ha ha. Um, it's honestly another means of getting income into your pocket, I suppose. Like for me, you know, with my personal story, what I did is because I was so flat out with my studying, I had no time to work and sustain myself. So therefore, I, with the minimum minimal amount of time that I got, I just decided to like try this. And it works for some See people. Works, yeah. yeah. It, well, it sort of worked for me. I wouldn't yeah. say it really did. It kind of like... 
<laughs> made me feel a bit exhausted because I was like juggling between everything. so many commitments. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's completely mix, true. Uh, Plus, it's like emotional connect. Like it's not just going and working at a job where you don't have to do anything. It's like forging in a emotional a rapport with just, someone yeah, as yeah. well, person in your life. Like, yeah, it's kind of interesting though that that's a service that exists. Like there's you know what seven billion people in the world, and you there's still people like paying someone to have a conversation with them. Like I don't know, that just strikes me as like it says more about. It could also be the fact that they love the power play or that's, that is something that turns them that's on. That's what I was thinking, or whether it's like a sexual thing for them to, yeah. Like, because there are people who there's, what, ah, I can't remember what it's called. It's like uh, submission through like someone controlling their money. So it's like they'll give their control of their bank account to a woman and that turns the man on, like to have their woman, the their money controlled by someone else. <laughs> it's like, I would like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a whole like niche um yeah, kink that I've, I'd never heard of until That recently. goes back to my daddy issues, doesn't it? <laughs> um, you know what? Do what works for you, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, it, I mean, as long as it's two consent, consenting people yeah. and they know what, exactly what's going on and, you know, what's... like. I don't want to say offered in exchange because it sounds like such a transaction and it's more It is a transaction. At the end of the day, it is a transaction when you think about it. When you buy something, when you pay for a service, like, you know, you pay a gardener, that is a transaction mm. and they're doing a service for you, so... Sexes, or so a transaction Capitalism. with this money in it, mm. money involved. Um, yes, that's my anecdote for the night. Hell yeah, rant over on sugar daddies. Uh, I know exactly a rant. Love <laughs> it. Well, if you do have any questions uh, for us about sugar daddies or anything at all, you can hit us up on Tumblr. It's completely on- anonymous, and we will do our best to answer it um, as honestly as we can. Uh, TheNaughtyRudeShow.com uh, forward slash ask. Um, yeah, ask us anything you would can like to. those questions? We're talking about some serious stuff. If you need help at any time, you can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 22 4636, Kids Helpline on 1800 55 1800, or Lifeline on 131114. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Dana and Hugh. Flick has had to run off, but we're going to sustain the conversation for the next hour. That's right. Hugh, we've had a few Tumblr questions. Hit us up with. A couple of those. I'm so excited. Every time they come in, I'm like, oh, I get a little, get a little trembles. All right. Number one, straight off the bat, we got, every time I go to my mate's place, her dad, who is single, hits on me. I'm 24 and don't know how to act around them. I like okay. I've got a daddy-themed one. 24, 24. So a responsible adult. Yes. One would think. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah. Well, Hopefully. I'm 24. I don't feel responsible, but I would consider myself a fully fledged adult. Yeah, she wrote into the show. That's such responsibility. And if it's your best mate's place, you're going to be around there quite often. Yeah. I would assume she still lives at home. Probably. If she's saying I'm around well, at my mate's place yeah, and well, her, mate her dad's must. there. Um, I, don't know. I would say don't in if you're not. Into it, and you think it's inappropriate with yeah. as it's your best friend's dad. Yeah. <laughs> if she can, your best friend can see it happening, then you need to like discuss with her that you're not interested. If you're mm. indeed not interested, if you're interested, that's a completely different story. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. But I would say completely disengage. Yeah, like it's, and especially if you've let him know in one way or another, whether just like with your reaction or whether you've actually had a word to him. Like I know that would be pretty awkward. You don't want to, like, enter into a conversation where he's not reciprocating. But, yeah, especially if you've let him know that, like, you're not interested and he's still sort of hitting on you and being a little 
know. It's a very awkward situation yeah, to be like in. Yeah, like it's just, I'm feeling awkward What if you're into it? it? Oh, I'd man, say it's a gonna... no-go zone either I think, way. Yeah, I think... Control yourself. I, I mean, yourself. it's going to be a hell... <laughs> it's going to be... Keep the pants on. It's going to yeah. be a hell of an interesting conversation with your friend if something happens. Like, I don't know if you can sustain a friendship whilst that sort of thing goes on. Oh, I don't, really. I, you know, it's it's crossing boundaries that, you know, if you yeah. want to keep that friendship, it's crossing boundaries that I think you're going to have to, that are inseparable. You can't, mm. you know, separate these two worlds and be like, this is my dating life, this is my friendship life. I but think it's... Just a question. Yeah. As, so as a, as a guy, when we were younger, we would always make like, you know, having sex with another guy's mother joke. Do, guy, do girls do that with other friends' dads? No. Right. Too just, crude, I, girls I think. Have, girls have class. <laughs> Guys don't. Well, I wouldn't say that, but I would say that we never made your mum jokes. Oh. Oh. Am I getting no, something No, I think, no, that's just because I've grown up with two brothers. That they're, oh, right. you know, That'll they're in my head. <laughs> um, so I would say disengage if you're into it. Cut it out. Maybe don't go around there so often. Yeah, try not Get to. Get her to come over to your house. Yeah, stay out. Just stay out of there, man. Unless you're really prepared to, like, Fuck Sabo shit up. Of friendship, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a tick move on your part. I would say it's probably not worth it for what it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, how long is that relationship going to Going to, yeah, sustain itself. Yeah. There we go. I'm sorry if that's not the answer that you were looking for, yeah. Anonymous, but hopefully that gives you a little bit of a just the way it point in the right direction. Mm. Have we got any more there, Hugh? We have one more here. Takes us away from the dad realm, though. Okay, I think Still we're going to be heading away from the dad realm for the rest of the show. Oh, so, yeah. if you didn't like talking about daddies or your daddy issues were too strong and confronting to deal with them, you can tune in now. You're probably not listening yeah. to begin with. So but if you could go just forward in tune time back and listen in. to this message, hello. Yeah, maybe like you know, you'll just get the signal somewhere, and you'll feel it. Yeah, There'll you'll feel it disturbance. in the world, and you'll know to turn the show back on. It's it's an equally. Oh, I don't know if it's more awkward, but. Anyway, anonymous. I'm falling in love with my mate's girlfriend. What do I do? This is such a hard one. Yeah. Because we've all had like that that f- guy who or girl. Oh, how would I say it? <laughs> we've all had that friend mm. who is starts dating someone, and you're like, oh my god, he's fucking fit, <laughs> fucking fighting fit. Yeah. Um. So we've all had that. Exp- have you had that experience, you? I've had, I know, I have. I've had, I don't know, like, my best mate, I never really get to know his... For some reason, I've never really gotten to know his girlfriends very well. Mm. There's... I'm really good friends with, like, both of my roommate's girlfriends, or the one that we rarely see because she lives in Sydney. I don't know if I've ever been, like, attracted on, like, an emotional level. I've, there's definitely been, like, a physical thing where it's, like, I'm, I don't know if I'm, like, feeling envious, but, like, wow, she's really pretty and, like, he's... Yeah. He's done well for himself, you know, like that. Yeah. That, he's punching above his weight. Completely but, button. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever really had, like, an actual sort of intimate feeling towards someone's girlfriend. Certainly, may, like, it would have happened. I would have had to be young. What about that one where, like, um, you don't find someone attractive until they're dating someone else? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You want what you can't have. Yeah, that one. I've been hit with that one. Yeah. Anyway, read I'm... out the question again. Let's answer this properly. I'm falling in love with my mate's girlfriend. What do I do? Short well, sweet. I don't think you can do anything. Mm. If any, like... It's Maybe again, awkward. disengage, remove yourself. If it makes you feel uncomfortable being yeah. around them when they're in a couple situation, then maybe don't third wheel them to the movies. Yeah. It's just that awkward thing, though, because you don't want to lose the friendship by not hanging out with him, but you know his yeah. girlfriend's going to be there. So it's like, if, if they're it, a really good friend of yours as well, like you're going to have to sacrifice time with that person. But maybe, you know, I, I do believe that time heals 
most wounds. Very sage. So um, I do think maybe just removing yourself from that situation, some time apart, away from it, you know. I believe also in distracting yourself, which is throw yourself headlong into a hobby or into work or whatever, and then you don't have time to think about it. To dwell. Yeah. Also, make sure your job isn't a really boring one, so then you have eight hours to think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, more time to just stew. That's not good. Yeah, I mean, get out of there. Try to see less. And then if it becomes too much, then maybe you should actually have a chat to your mate about it and say, this is how I'm feeling. I'm not ignoring you. I just need to be away from it. Yeah. Yeah, you want to acknowledge that. If you, like you said, if you think it's not going to go away, then yeah, you want to acknowledge it ahead of the curve. You want to get in there before it boils over and some... And ruins your friendship. Yeah, some bad stuff happens. Because that would be pretty bad. You don't want to lose the friendship or... I don't know if you're already friends with this girl. It seems like you probably are if you're... Like, you obviously know her if you're... Yeah, somewhat. So, you don't want to lose both people at once, and that could be bad. Yeah, a bit heavy, but there you go. That's our advice. Bring it down a little bit. That is A-OK. Mm. Let's bring you back up, Ooh. shall we? Ooh. Uh, we're going to hit you Please with uh, Daddy by... We're actually going to continue with the Daddy songs, but we're going to have a bit of a conversation shift. See, this is the problem. We we had the playlist at the start, and we, were, we went Daddy crazy. We did. Actually, let's hit you with this one. This one's Felicity by Teenage Dads. Uh, but after our, this little track, we will be chatting about uh, va- vacation romances or oh, yeah. holiday romances or... Holiday flings. Fl- holiday flings. I love it. A bit mm-hmm. of flick of the hand. <laughs> Got a question? Hit us up at thenaughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We're going to be chatting about holiday flings or holiday romances, and oh, yeah. I am a sucker for a holiday ra- romance. I don't go looking for them, but they find they me. Find that sounds me. so... <laughs> That's some yeah. love actually shit right there. <laughs> they they find me. I have a couple of stories. The first one that I want to tell you, Hugh, is mm. one when last uh, was yeah last year, mm-hmm. um, I yeah. was living in the UK for a year, and I would, when I was, I was studying over there, and when I wasn't studying, I'd just jet off, you know, catch a flight to the cheapest destination that I could, and I ended up in Malta one time. Why not? And it was, um, you know, I arrived at midnight and got a taxi from the airport and I was exhausted and I'd just done a week in Ireland, so freezing cold weather and into this beautiful tropical... Paradise. Not tropical, it's very rocky, but it's Mediterranean-like, <laughs> so it was very nice weather and it was the middle mm. of summer. And um, I stayed in a hostel and I signed up for the next day to go to the Blue Lagoon excursion. So they'd take you in a bus out to the Blue Lagoon. It's one of the most beautiful little bays in Malta. So I went out there in the morning. I was late to the bus because they told me it was leaving. I was just a mess. So I got down there, threw my goggles in a backpack, essentially in a towel. (laughs) And yeah, because I'm attractive and when I travel, I want to see under the water. So I take my goggles with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was my best bikini. So I look fit AF. Um, Anyway, I was in a bit of a bad mood and I was swimming around in the lagoon I thought oh you know as you do probably should make some friends here because I'm traveling by myself <laughs> yep. started chatting to this guy who ended up being from Sydney and by this point I'd been away from Australia for about 11 months so I was Jeez. really craving that Aussie humor and yeah. Aussie bloke relaxation the laid-back personality super chill mm. and I started chatting to him and then we sat up on the rocks and he went and bought me a beer and I was like, oh, my God, man, buy me a beer. Oh, man hasn't bought me a beer in months. Oh, my God. <laughs> and He gets me. He was ending – he was Australian and he had family in Malta and it was the first time he'd ever been and 
um, we ended up staying together for the whole six days that I was there and he borrowed his auntie's car and his auntie's like apartment so we had Jeez. a car and apartment and we yeah, have like seafood dinners <laughs> yeah oh mate it was incredible <laughs> seafood dinners and good wine and a different swim location for every sunset and it was just bliss it was amazing it was it was like having a honeymoon yeah. without having commitment yeah. it was perfect. ideal <laughs> perfect life and then we came back to so what i want to ask you is do you think holiday flings or holiday romances can survive in the real world? Once you get out of the idyllic paradise setting. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like when you're over there in a different country and everything's new and sort of like you can take you can just take a walk around and it's sort of magical because everything's different and especially in like the old town parts of like cities in Europe it's like everything's so like just fairy tale like so it's sort it of easy so f- to like yeah. tumble headlong into a fairy tale sort of story in, in terms of romance and love and then once you get back to melbourne it's kind of just like oh it's not really the same oh, i guess he was in sydney yeah he he lived in sydney mm. so Did you guys try and stay in touch when you got back we, and like, well yeah so he had a like fly in fly out job so yeah. um he was down in melbourne about two months after we got back and we caught up and had the most incredible date and well, there you go. Needless to say, the distance and his job, it was all too much and it was all... I think it was a beautiful snapshot in time. It was an amazing mm. six days. I don't think... It just didn't work back here. Yeah. But looking back at it, I don't think you can create that same... Because when you go on holiday, you have no responsibilities. To be honest, I had six days in the sunshine after living in the UK for a year. I didn't care what I did, where I was, with who I was doing it. Yeah. I was just had so much total freedom. Mm. You come back home and you have, you know, the restrictions of your job and studying and, you know, family and commitments and friends. Yeah, you can't I didn't have that any spark. of that over there. There was literally... I could have been lost at 3am. <laughs> Actually, I was lost one morning at 3am oh, and yeah. he came with me and... No one knows where you are, what you're doing. So it's like, it is a love actually fairy yeah, tale. Yeah, like it's sort of a situation. romantic situation for a young person to be in. Mm. Like, especially people of our age where it's like we're supposed to be starting everything, you know? Like you're supposed to be getting into a career or a job and like, f- you know, forging connections with the right people. And so to go away somewhere and be freed from all of that is just like such a release and you feel like, I wouldn't say like a like a rush, but you just like feel euphoric. so at ease and like yeah, like euphoric, and you just feel like you could talk to anyone and like make a connection with anyone. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's like very different to being at home and like trying to go out and meet people in a bar, like because you still have a home to go back to and work to go to the next day. And, and all yeah, stuff. and You're everybody over there is in that same attitude. Exactly. You know, I'm here for fun and willing yeah. to do anything. With yeah, anybody and like try and new things as well. Like go out and experience something completely new. Like. And spending money. Like, people are happy to spend money on holidays because you've saved and worked for it. Whereas here, student life, I will not go buy a pint (laughs) at the pub. I will go buy a pot. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. Or you buy, like, you know, a $5 bottle of wine, make it last a couple of days, something. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have any holiday fling stories or anybody that you've met, even at, like, a music festival or something like that, and then you come back to real life and... Am I going to alienate people by saying I'm not a music festival fan? No, that is okay. I've got you covered. Don't like them. Anything never, never music really festival them. questions throws about me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all over that. That's okay. I just that's that's loud. <laughs> no, that's completely fair enough. <laughs> Too many people. No, um, flings overseas. Like, what does it? Can a fling just be like a one night, two day sort of thing? Does it have to be absolutely? Like it can be a one just you meet at a bar and then oh, you go then home I, together. Okay, this wasn't even someone I went home with. This was someone I had like a fifteen minute conversation with. I can't remember her name. 
but I remember exactly which is the what ideal she, like I know right the ideal woman. like thing <laughs> like fling but she was Russian I still remember her face I think it was her name was Paulina or it started with a P Raskokov so which doesn't really narrow it down because there's a lot of people in the world but I just remember having a conversation with her and I was 18 when I travelled I was 18 to 19. where did you head to I went to Europe for I did the old backpacking for four yeah. months um, and I was just by myself. I was in Budapest, amazing city. Would recommend going there because party scene is crazy. It and yeah, is. I was in this. They bar have these with, old uh, ruin bars, like yes. temple bars, that are were sort of bombed during the war, and they've kept mm. it in their ruined state, and they've yeah, and installed they just, bars. And yeah, and there's like graffiti and art and stuff everywhere. It's awesome. But yeah, I remember just talking to her in her like not perfect English for like maybe 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and then she had to go. Like she had to leave with her friend, and I just didn't chase after her or anything. Like, I was, I. I was 18 and nervous and like I never you know like made sustained eye contact with girls because I was like oh they're gonna see how nervous I am but with her I was like couldn't stop gazing into her eyes I was like oh my god it's this beautiful person I've ever seen and she was laughing and like we were having a good time but yeah then she left and I never really what a beautiful moment in time yeah I mean I did have other flings where it was like I had a couple of awkward ones there was one in Berlin where uh and it's like the hostel exchange where it's like you're leaving you know the next day and she just arrived so it's like oh that's the worst we have one night especially (laughs) yeah especially if you get along so well but like we did like sort of we were you know cuddling and kissing and stuff and then we spent maybe like two hours together and I was she needed to go to bed because she was getting up early the next day for a tour yeah and I was getting a train or something yeah I think a train to Poland or a bus and I was like okay well I'm gonna sleep in like I probably won't see you so I went to put her to bed and she was like oh I, I think I'm kind of in love with you and it was like it had been like two hours and I was just like okay it's time for you to go to bed oh just what, pushed which, her into the room where was she from she was from England she was British uh, and she was in love with you I thought because it could have been like if that was confronting for you to hear knowing her two hours it was it could be like a cultural thing as well because there's some nationalities that are a lot more forward with their feelings mm. straight straight up it's for me. It's definitely like dating someone for three months and saying that's scary. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah. what if I, what if yeah, I fall yeah. out of love? What do I have to take it back? Like, I was thinking so. I far. had a situation where I was in. I went on a date. Have you seen the Lizzie McGuire movie with Paolo? Anyway, so know. this guy picks up Lizzie McGuire. She's on a school excursion and takes her around the city in his Vesper. And, you know, they have this big holiday romance and it's amazing. And she has to sneak out of, like, the hotel and everything. Mm. Pretends she's sick. I had my Lizzie McGuire moment in Florence. Oh, oh and city. it was insane. I met this guy working. He was studying to be a lawyer, working at a restaurant. I'd had, fair to say, a few too many limoncellos. Oh, nice choice. Fed to me by him. Oh. Uh, ended up getting hi- uh, giving him my mate's number. I didn't have an Italian number. Um, they said that they were, he was going out with some mates after to this piazza mm. that all the locals go to. We're like, great, let's get cultured. Woo. <laughs> um, so we went to this piazza, you know, had a few beers, didn't see him. Turns out he'd rung this number and I'd written it down one number wrong. No. So I literally, like, smack bang run into him in this piazza. And he's like, you gave me the wrong number. What do you do this for? You don't Finally, know like, an accent out of you. Yeah. <laughs> waiting so long for this. You don't want to uh, hey. know me. <laughs> it's like, good you're doing the hands as well. <laughs> you can't do the, do the accent without yeah, the hands. A- um, and anyway, we had a beer. His mate drove my two other mates that I was with home back to where we were staying he, I jumped on the back of his Vespa. He drove me down to one of the main bridges looking onto the river. We jumped down onto the edge of the, the bridge, and that's where he kissed me. Oh, my God. And it was... I was in a dream of... I mean, I was <laughs> on red wine, but it was, it was a dream. Yeah, yeah. 
And then the next Swept day we went on a date and it was amazing. You drove me home in his Vespa. It was incredible. Yours are a lot more romantic than mine. Yeah, but it was situations that I never thought that I'd get myself in. And he was yeah. that what I was saying about that story is that he was so forward with his emotions from like he's I've never had a man so uh, so soon after meeting me tell me, "Oh, you're so beautiful." And I don't know if he was making the bullshit up, yeah. but it was amazing to feel because having dated Australian guys, yeah, like, yeah, often they're not really right. forward <laughs> with their emotions. No. So it was nice to have a man, you know, gush we're, over We're me. a closed-off bunch. Yeah. So I don't think holiday romances can last unless you have things like... Unless it's like a love that is so incredible and that it changes time and yeah, exactly. it goes past People weep continents. weep when you guys walk past. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Doves fly out in yeah, front yeah, of you exactly. everywhere you just... walk. Or, you know, you have cultural similarities because I think that is important. Mm. Yeah, I don't think any of the girls I met overseas I would have... Not that I like wouldn't have wanted to. I feel like the, all the ones that I was the most interested in I only talked to and like never actually, you know, never hooked up or yeah. anything like that. But... <laughs> It was just like a weird thing overseas. I don't know. I, I put, tried to put myself out there a bit more, but I know that if I went overseas now, I would be like... Well, it comes with even, experience. Yeah. Even just chatting to people, getting yeah. more outgoing, that kind of thing. Yeah. I should go over again because so, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. No matter where you go, you're always going to meet young oh, yeah. backpackers, that kind of thing. If you have any questions for us about holiday flings or anything like that, uh, you can anonymously anonymously hit us up on Tumblr, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We're serious about sex and playful too. And that was Passiona by the Smith Street Band. Before that, we had... Your Love by Middle Kids. You're on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Dana and Hugh. We're almost there. We're almost we're there. We're almost there, friends. But, but we're going to talk about... speaking of Passiona oh, oh. or Passion... Pa- passing on? Or Passing on. Is that an expression? Absolutely. Sweet. We're going to be chatting about firsts. So first in a relationship or in a hookup or in a... You know, in a... In a whatever, you know. I guess it's a relationship. It doesn't have to be... You don't have to be in a relationship, but in the stages of firsts when you're first dating someone. Yeah, getting to know them. Yeah. You know, and all the pressures that that come along with it. Pressures to impress, pressures to perform, pressures to be good. There's a lot of pressure on, you know, Family pressures. Yeah, exactly. Pressures to know that you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even if it's a new relationship and you actually don't know what you're doing, but you're trying to give up the effect of you that too. Hey, I'm cool and mature. (laughs) Absolutely. Cool, calm and collective. (laughs) Don't run. Okay, first 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 kiss. Very important. Yeah, but you also... Okay, are you one to leave it to that, like, perfect moment? Or are you just like, let's get this... In and out, over and done with. <laughs> yeah, literally in and out. Tongue in and out. I don't know if I've ever really. I've never. Because I've never gone out somewhere. Like, let's go on a date. And I've, like, planned a spot to go to have the first kiss or anything. Like, I've never done that. Because I just don't want to. Have presume you had a really it. romantic first kiss? I don't think so. It's going to be sad to say it, but I just don't think I have. And, I, and at the time, I, the kiss has happened, and I've thought. I shouldn't have kissed this person now. Like, I should have waited until another moment. Or, like, another moment will pass. Yeah, but sometimes pass, your like, libido gets the better of you. That's true. <laughs> Get a little ahead <laughs> of myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think heartbeat. so. Nothing, nothing cliche. Like, nothing, you know, under the moonlight on a bridge or, like... I, I'm trying to think back of my first kisses with people now. This um, sounds completely made up, but <laughs> this is actually runs off the I'll back the of our last <laughs> segment. 
um, about holiday romances. Um, I kissed a guy. It was pouring with rain in Vietnam yep, and in is, the middle of a roundabout. This is a fake fucking story, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this actually sounds so made up. I was on a trip to Vietnam with my mum and um, I met a guy in Melbourne and, like, the stars aligned and the first time that we could catch up was when he happened to be in... Actually, this is making me think... we. It coincides. <laughs> he made me believe that we're both in Vietnam at the same time. But now it makes me think. Hindsight, he booked a Vietnam because I. Yeah. <laughs> he followed you, dude. <laughs> he hundred percent followed you. First stalker. He, hacked you, he first. got your itinerary and he was like, "Yes, the perfect time and place. She'll be here on this day." So that was that was pretty romantic. Did he have like? Was he over? Oh, was a shit kiss up. Oh shit! But you know, like <laughs> All that the planning, setting. and he let himself down. Yeah, performance wasn't so good. No, out of ten. Position and poise. Oh, I made that up. I just need another P word. Yep, yep, fair. <laughs> but position or location in mm. Vietnam was pretty good. Okay, what's our another first? What's our second th- first? Uh, our second first, nice. Uh, maybe <laughs> like your first time cooking for your partner. Okay, do you have an experience that has gone well or not so well? Can I'm, you cook? Would you consider yourself a good cook? Uh, yes, but in a few very limited fields. I, since moving out, hell yeah, I'm great. <laughs> like I've seen yeah, what other true. people cook sometimes. And okay, I'm like, what what cuisine types? Well, like, you know, you know, I'm cooking pasta. Yeah, everyone, okay, everyone's, yeah, yeah. everyone's cooking their pasta. Pizzas, <laughs> I do a pretty damn good pizza. Like uh, homemade? Do you make the dough yourself, or no, do you come on, lazy like me and put on I, a tortilla? Gordon Ramsay. Um, I would hope so. I don't do. I do like the flatbreads, like the pita oh, breads. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they and they come out really crunchy as well. Would recommend. Ooh, um, good first date food. Hell yeah. Because you can, can't really go wrong with a pizza. Yeah, exactly. And like then you can ask her, you know, what she wants on earth. And you can, you know, decorate your pizzas together and have a cute little, you know, little nudge in the up at the kitchen bench. <laughs> Actually, Ooh. yeah. And then like you, you can put tomato paste on her face or something. Yeah, something look it off. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love, I mean, that, love that food stuff. Yeah. You can't really put whipped cream on a pizza, but you, you know. Yeah, and like put dessert, the button dessert. mushrooms up to your eyes and pretend like you got googly eyes yeah. or something. That's my idea first date. Different to my baby. Um, but then also, yeah, I got a baked eggs, which is good, with some chorizo. I love chorizo, you know? It's just a great... Oh, you're a chorizo man. I am a chorizo man. <laughs> Very influential. <laughs> um, I don't know. I cook a good pudding, but that's that's sort of a heavy dessert for a, for a, good a date. good pud. Yeah, good pud for this dude. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Could pretty... you turn that into a pickup line? Like, um, hey, certain... when I come back to mine, I make a good pud. I make a good pud? I am a good pud. <laughs> you can eat me. I am the pud. Let's yeah. go to the chase. <laughs> that's, that's the whole line. I am the pud. And she just I am the swoons. Pud. She just swoons. you got to catch her. Take that as you will. <laughs> Never went home with a girl ever. <laughs> no, I'm not the expert. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm willing to try new recipes if someone wants me to cook something. You know, a nice nice salad. It's summer coming up, so I'm going to have to be cooking lighter meals. A um, Caesar salad is always a winner. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's what, okay. Skeptical? Yeah. Not an egg man? Bacon man? Crouton I, I used to eat Yeah, croutons, hell yeah. <laughs> I used to eat bacon a lot. As a, I used to eat bacon and egg rolls like every weekend, like every Saturday or something before work. And it would just, I would always feel kind of like, ugh, I ate them too quickly, I think. And I just ate a lot of bacon. And, so you've got and a, like, what's that called when you've got like a... A version. A version, yeah. A lot of people with you. What well, about you? Are you do, you have, do you have like a go-to meal? Go-to um, I try meal. and make sure that we're going to eat out. That's smart. That's, <laughs> I like... Didn't think of that, did I? Because <laughs> I... Yeah, when I was living overseas, I ended up. I experimented quite a lot. I make a mean tuna mornay, but you know, if they're not into fish, I'm fucked. Yeah, some people really hate fish. I don't understand them. 
Hey, everyone's allowed to have their preferences, but goddamn fish is delicious. Oh, absolutely. Actually, a really good one, a winner always, if they're like fish, is like salmon. Mm. Salmon fillets in the oven, you know, with dill and yeah. lemon. And Salmon's not as offensive as some of the fish. Roast taties. Roast taties? Oh. Yeah. It's bloody feast. Fight, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm being spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> what about like your first trip with someone? Like you're into the relationship, you want to go on a trip. Are you going road trip? Are you flying somewhere? Are you going to the coast? Like what's... Um, What's appropriate? I guess you got to know that person, but you're glamping, you know, if they're... I love a good Airbnb, I would say. Oh, yeah? Because, you know, it's it's not too expensive. It's manageable price-wise. You can cute. always find, like, really gems in oh, yeah. Airbnb. So really oh, yeah. good little, whether it's like a, a studio or apartment mm. or something like that. And you can often find really good locations. So True. Especially never... if you go off-peak season. Hint, mm. hint, don't go on weekends. Bit cheaper for the old student out there. I'll have to write all this. I've never been on a like a proper Airbnb little thing, you know, little, little weekend thing. trip away. I've definitely gone somewhere with. I went to Sydney with a girlfriend once. That was fun, but that was like we her mum paid for the accommodation. So we were like, hell yeah, yeah, let's get up there. Let's get up there, spend <laughs> all night in the hotel. Maybe, maybe <laughs> one or two nights. Um, or you could do like a city apartment situation for mm-hmm. like an anniversary or something, mm-hmm. or for a birthday. Yeah. Alrighty, yeah. what's next on our first list? Uh, well, it's Naughty Rucho, so I had first fuck. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's delve straight in. Mm. This could be on, like, multiple things. It could be your one-night stand. It could be, like, a big build-up after you've been dating for a while. Yeah. It could be, if you don't have sex before marriage, it could be, like, your wedding night. That's got to be, like... Which I that's... know a few people who have done that. Really? Yeah. I do not, I don't think... I never so, really uh, asked those questions. Each to their own. Yeah. I don't know how you, personally, I don't know how you wait that long. I like, oh, I like yeah, a try before you buy. Scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of like this it, window shopping. Yeah, like, uh, you want a slice of that truth so really before you purchase the, it put yeah. on your pizza. I can't feel the texture of that through the glass. I kind of want to get my hands on it, you know, and really claw it, dig in. <laughs> oh, okay. Are we still talking about food? First Maybe. meals? <laughs> Maybe I'm talking about a nice ham. <laughs> so, yeah, that could be one of many things. Mm. Do you think if you're dating someone, the like, it's more exciting if you let the anticipation sort of build after like a few dates, or you like straight in, let's get get down to business. I like the anticipation. Yeah, I do. I like the build up. Yeah, especially because and it's it's in the eyes as well. Like you know, you've been on like maybe on the third date. <gasps> like and, sex eyes, smile. Yeah, eyes. yeah. Fuck me eyes and like you yeah. know undressing the other person with your eyes eyes. It's, like, <laughs> it's a bit long, but yeah. Yeah, but they can't all be snappy, you know? You yeah. Gotta, some of them you got to let them ride. But yeah, it's like that you're sitting across the table from one another and it's like this close proximity. I'm thinking about like my own experiences in bars and stuff where you've got like the candle on the table and there's dim lighting and it's romantic. And you got so your you're not a favorite fluorescent drinks. bulb kind of man. Look, you know, they have their, t- they have their place. Supermarkets, yeah. clinics, those The sort most of romantic of places. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my first date's always calls. Yeah, okay. Always. Always. And so it should be. And on Thursdays, because that's when specials are on. So, you know, like Is when that they. True? When, well, it's like, well, some of them. That was the one where I used to live. They used to update the specials on, like, what was on sale on Thursdays. That would be a good last skill. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> a little off track, you know. Have we got it's any more kooky. first on our list? Um, I, I don't actually, but we could. Well, maybe like first, first. Well, you could do, like, weird first, like, uh, like. Couple haircuts or for... Couple haircuts? <laughs> I've never had Is that a thing? You go in oh, together yeah, yeah. and... Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my best mates and his boyfriend, they go get haircuts together. That's cute. 
It is cute. My roommates did that. Yeah, so that's that could be first. You know, how far into your relationship do you have to be to... Actually, and then it got to a point where they give each other haircuts. Oh. Like, that's a lot of trust. That is, yeah. I don't know if I can... That's a lot of that's trust. That's why I haven't had, haven't had my hair cut in so long, because I'm like, my old hairdresser is gone now. Not, he's alive, but he moved away. <laughs> he's <laughs> departed that was morbid. He's not with us anymore. No, and now I'm, like, looking for a new person to really mould me into the man I know I can be. And in the meantime, you'll be the, the buff head that, you know, Oh, you that are. I am now, yeah, exactly. I'm growing a fro. <laughs> Down to your roots. Yeah. Well, I used to have shoulder-length hair when I was in year seven, and those were really the days. I've never oh, been complimented. Changed? Oh, I just, you know, I cut it short and then people, uh, girls were interested in me and I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> this is this strategy. is a new feeling. I didn't, strategy. didn't know this would happen. So yeah, now I haven't let it grow out again, but maybe I will. But summer's coming up, so it's going to be too hot with a You're big have to keep us both shaggy good. head of hair. We're going to have to, we could do market research. How many girls you can ask out successfully with your new haircut as opposed to your old haircut? But we'll have I to would go like to see first, a tally. Right. You know the tally that you make in primary school with like the four strokes and then the five goes through the middle? Yeah, or like when you're in prison and you're counting the days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we obviously know. <laughs> primary school, prison. prison All right, yeah. there we go. Well, look, some people just have different experiences in life. Let's not judge them. Completely. Let's not judge a man. Well, hopefully we have more experiences for you guys coming up in the future weeks. But unfortunately, yeah. Hugh, uh, that's all we have time for tonight. A little tear down my cheek every time. I, can see I know it. it's coming, but I just I put it off, and then suddenly it hits, you know, five to ten, and, and just, I just go. Yeah. I just start crying. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to hold it in for a few more minutes. Oh. We need your dulcet tones to Ooh. tell us where people can find us on social media or podcasts oh, if where they, they want to us. catch up. How, what is my dulcet dulcetiest tone? <clears throat> yeah, give us some sexy voice. I want sex eyes, but with sex voice. If you missed anything, catch up on the podcast. Just search for The Naughty Rude Show on your favourite podcast app. You can find us on Omni, Spotify, iTunes, sin.org.au to catch up on the show or any of our other shows that you might have missed. We heard of Art Smitten. We got a whole bunch of cultural and art and, you know, literature and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, check it out. Give it a little click on your favourite app store. You want to weigh in anything throughout the week? A question pops to mind? NaughtyRudeShow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. It's anonymous. You don't need an account. Ooh. Oh, it's mesmerized. Or you can slide into our DMs in Facebook. Just search for The Naughty Rude Show. You can tweet us on Twitter, at Naughty Rude. We love your questions, your comments, anything. Yeah, we'll you take it. You don't even have to slide into our DMs. Like, if you want to plonk into our DMs, yeah, you do nice, you. A nice plonk. Yeah. <laughs> love plonking Completely. But that's all we have time for. Yeah. You have been listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation, mm. and it has been a pleasure, Hugh, as oh. always. Every time I find myself pleasured. Absolutely. And on that <laughs> note, this is Decision Fatigue by City Calm Down, an amazing track to finish the night on. You've been listening to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation with Dana and Hugh. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye.